Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo eSports podcast. This is episode 124. Not a cool sequence this time around. Dang it's, it. It's unfortunate, right? Uh, for the week of April 26th, 2020, that's today. My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire, and this week I'm joined. I still love that fucking sweatshirt. Oh, I wore it two weeks in a row, didn't I? I don't know. Did, shit. Oh, well. Did you? I love this thing. It's it, so it's, comfy. It's fantastic. And, then, and also in... The Minnesota Vikings hat. Yeah. We, we've had a lot of draft picks. Too many. Yes. Uh, hopefully hopefully they all work out. We'll see. Um, Will, a.k.a. I, Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you on this Sunday, technically, afternoon? I'm doing good. That's good. It's, uh, it's nice and warm outside, which I appreciate. It's, it's been gorgeous like the past three days. Yeah, I'll Love take it. it. We're getting, we're gearing up for that summer weather. Love it. And Love I can't it. wait. I can't wait. Um, I have a. I have a question for you. Okay. Before we even bother getting into what's going to come up in this show. Yeah. Do me a favor. Okay. We're doing it live. Reach behind that corner of the curtain. That one? Yes. Reach that behind. One right there? Yes. Yeah. By the energy sword. Like The, the audience does not know that there's an energy sword over there, but there we're, is. We're going to show them now. All right. You sh- yeah. So you can grab that too. But yeah, just reach behind there hey. and grab and grab that. And then there's the energy sword as well. I think you grabbed my favorite bag. It's it's a <laughs> it's okay. Oh, makes, uh, oh my god, I forgot it was still on. It's still on. It's still on. Um. Nice. So that's the energy sword. And then uh you got the child. Well, my birthday present that took months to get here. Yeah. No, I well, thought it was Christmas. Christmas? Yeah, it was Christmas. Christmas present. present. Yeah. yeah, that long then. Yep. That's two months more. Yep. How awesome is that? So it finally came in. This is awesome. I like that it's in a, a different box. Yeah. That's really cool. It is sweet. So that came literally like an hour before we started recording. Nice. Yep. Now so. I'm going to have to collect the the Mandalorian. There's a good amount of them, so there good luck is. to you. Yeah. Good luck to you. I wonder which one, because they do a chase with, you know, the the or a variant of most of these. Oh, yeah. So I wonder what the what the variant is on these ones. I'm going to have to look it up, look yeah, into it. Know. Oh no, there's a good amount though. Start spending more money on They're, pops. Perfect. The only way to do it. What else we got to do? We're stuck at home. <laughs> Might as well blow my cash on on Funko Pops. It's okay. I recently finished my Avatar: the Last Airbender set, so that was nice. the the one. There was one in there. What's up, Pink? By the way, welcome. Um, the I think the most expensive pop that I have besides the Halo Four Master Chief there is it. It was over a hundred bucks for the chase yeah for one of the chases in the avatar set so crazy that was i mean it's done now so thank thank christ um <laughs> but well you want to know what's coming up on yeah, this week's what, episode what do we got man we got even more tournament announcements they just keep on coming they they, they don't stop running they just keep on coming <laughs> we have tournament recaps including a new special organization um we have mcc halo 2 pc flight gets an update valorant lays out their groundwork we have some more video games, obviously, we're going to talk about at the end of the show. And then we round things out with some awesome community creations. And I'll also say this. If you stay tuned to the Q&A at the end of the live show, yeah, what we are now deciding to do is with shout-out to goalie sniper Justin LaFleche, who sent Will a pun-of-the-day calendar and myself a dad-joke-of-the-day calendar. The end, once the recording is done and the actual show is completed... During the live Q&A, we'll have our weekly puns and jokes of the days that took place over the last week. So that's, I fucking, 
I fucking hate myself. Yes, Dave, we do. Yes, Dave, we do. Um, so that's awesome. And then also, uh, should we just do this right now too? Yep. I think we should just do that right now as well. So, um, Dave, congratulations. You are our first and only mod of this channel. There you go. Just thought we'd get that done for you since you're here. That was easy. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, congratulations and thank you. Call you King Arthur cause I pulled the sword. All right, time to take it away. Is that, is that what we do now? We should just take it away from get the, get get rid of that uh, instant gratification bullshit. Um, he already has an ego, folks. He's already there. No, seriously, Dave. Thank you for being here constantly. Um, and it's the least that we can do is give you moderator of the channel. Hopefully, you don't have to use it too much. That's what I'll say. Also, the Legend of Red Ghost. Welcome as well. Uh, for those who don't know who Red Ghost is, he is part of Infinite. As a matter of fact, the organization, if I'm not mistaken, hold on, hold on this. We're doing this live right now, obviously, but if I'm not mistaken, he is the owner of infinite. Oh, wow. The owner. Hot of infinite. damn. Yes. So no, shout out to you, my friend. Welcome to the show. Thank you for stopping by. We appreciate it. Um, all right. Let, should we start the show off? Yeah, Will? Gosh. All right, let's do it. First up some competitive news. LFTG announced their next tournament. So we talked about there are more tournament announcements. Here we go. So LFTG, our next Halo 5 tournament has been planned. It'll be a 4v4 HCS setting event on May 10th. $200 prize pool, 120 for first, 80 for second. This event is free to enter. To enter, join your their Halo Discord. Link will be included in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Speaking of which, I didn't update the command. That's my bad. I'll do that real quick. Uh, I, I'll do that when Will is going through the tournament recaps. How about that? Cool, cool. <laughs> um, and then post your team name and gamer tags in the channel that is called 4v4 Signups. So there you go. There's your information. Sign up if you're interested. 4v4 HCS, that's right in our wheel. That's right in our wheelhouse. Yeah. I like that a lot. It's fantastic. Uh, not to be outdone, we have Calgary, Calgary, I always mispronounce the fucking name, <laughs> and I hate myself because I just, I sound stupid, but Calgary Halo announced their next tournament, this is by Calgary Halo, I did it, see, words, um, oh, I get to keep saying it though, Calgary Halo and Microsoft Store Chinook Mall have partnered to bring you a special Xbox Halo 3 MCC 4v4 event on May 2nd. Registration is up for that as well. Rules are posted on the event description. Again, the link will be included. MLG V8 rules. Bracket rounds are posted in the above link in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. It's open to all Canada and the states. And it's a 16-team bracket. So there you go. Join that up if you were interested. And the final tournament announcement that we have is GT Halo announces their next one as well. That's Greater Toronto Halo. The Quarantine Schoolyard Redux is here. Or rid uh, Yeah, whatever. So grab your duo and get matched up with another random duo for a fun HCS 4v4 tournament. It's Sunday, May 17th at noon Eastern Daylight Time. The stream is at mixer.com forward slash GT Halo. The bracket and the registration links will be included as well. Good luck. And then the final piece of competitive news. Mantra makes even more announcements. It's by Mantra, obviously. So they have added Killer N and STK, Tupac, to their 
uh, I would say, their organization. They're not players or anything like that. Just they added them to the organization. So for Killer N, he once won seven Halo championships in a row. Three of those events he won with Walshy, Ogre 2, and Ogre 1, and two of them were with Matt Leto. And then for STK Tupac, he was a Halo champion who spent the majority of his tournament career in the top eight status. He once teamed with T-Squared, Matt Leto, Shook 1, and Gandhi. He coached for Walshy, Ogre 1, and Ogre 2. So congratulations to those two individuals, and uh, that's awesome. Also, welcome Duststorm. Also, thank you, Red Ghost. Love your guys' podcast. I can never catch it live. Well, you're here now. You're here now, big boy. I do have one question about the news. Yes. So GT Halo. Yes. They didn't say what Halo it is. Ooh. Do you have that information available? Let's find out. Something tells me Halo 5. I w- I w- that's what I was thinking, but I want to just be be sure on it. Oh, yeah. It's definitely Halo 5. All right. Perfect. There we go. Halo 5. Yep. Halo 5 online 4v4 event. May 17th. Perfect. Be there or be square. Don't be a square. What about T-squared? T-squared. Shit. It's pretty cool. Oh, my God. He squares the square. <laughs> like, how do you how do you fight with that? Like, how do you compete I, I against know. that? Squaring the square? Oh, man. You can't do it. Unless you square root him. Oh, my. Oh, man. If T-squared got rooted, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> These are terrible math jokes. These are absolutely let's, terrible math jokes. Let's move on. Holy shit. There should be, I'm calling it now, there should be an HCS-themed joke of the day calendar. Ooh. And then you can have that terrible-ass square-rooting T-squared joke right in there. Because that'd be fucking terrible. Sure. All right. Uh, well, that's it for the competitive news. Upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo esports wants, needs, desires, and sexual fantasies. For Sunday, April 26th, Halo, that's today. Spoiler alert, that's today. Uh, The Halo Australia Pro League Halo 5 4v4 number one is going to be taking place. And then the SWAT Nation Easter Headhunt Spring Fling Edition Halo 5 2-2 is happening today as well. So... Tune in to those events if you're able to. Uh, show the support and cheer on your favorite Halo players that are going to be competing. Friday, May 1st, the Penn Halo Halo 5 2v2 is taking place. There is one every other week, if I'm not mistaken, like we talked about last week. So that is this coming's. Uh, Saturday, May 2nd, we have Hydra GG Halo 5 4v4 female tournaments and the Console Gaming League Halo 5 2v2. Check those out as well. On Sunday, May 3rd, we have the SWAT Nation May Grassroots Be With You Halo 5 4v4. That's taking place. Will, we got to determine if we're playing in that. And then the Penn Halo Halo 3 2v2, which again are happening every other week. There's that one. And then finally, on May 4th, which is a Monday, because of course there is, we have Wesenthal's May the 4v4th Be With You Halo 5 SWAT Tournament. I love it. So... It wouldn't be Star Wars Day without a Star Wars-themed Halo tournament, obviously. So that's fantastic. Are you doing anything special? For May the 4th? Yeah, for May the 4th. It's a Monday. I got to work. I don't know. To bring bring my lightsaber to work? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> Show up? Yes. It might take it away. It's, Do you have the cloak? I don't. There's still time, Will. There is still time. There Amazon is, still time. is a wonderful thing. It is. It is. 
Um, this discussion is gold. Oh my God. Thank you. Dust. <laughs> also, if you think about it, that I don't know if you intended to be, to be as such, but that could have been like a, an eight, uh, a halo five ranking system pun. Could have been. Yeah. See, like, I just brought you there. If you weren't already there, dust, you see, <laughs> I'm with you and I fucking hate puns and I'm right there. You know, why not make it the official HCS pro talk calendar? Think about it this way. Think about it this way, Dust. <laughs> I hate reading these. So if I made my own, like... Would you make it so bad that it would to inflict pain on others is the way it inflicts pain on you? Yes. That'd be the only way to do it. I think so. That'd be the only way to do it. Oh, man. We better get writing. Dust, I... No, I really don't <laughs> want to do this. Um, and then Red Ghost states, Infinite will be announcing more Halo 5 and MCC tournaments in the next couple of weeks. You heard it here first. Yo, Red Ghost, my man. Thank you very much. And because it's funny, you I remember on the Infinite Twitter, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, I believe, uh, where there was going to be a Halo announcement coming soon. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm very much looking forward to it. Thank you so much for keeping it going. Um... Dust says it wouldn't it wouldn't cause the pain, but so much joy. No. I would enjoy it. I would I would like it. Can we make it so because I want to because I want to inflict pain, can we make it so when we send these out, there are vouchers included where every time you read one out loud, I punch you. Like, like I fly, I come to you. Yeah. Like I, not not you will, but I go to the person that is reading the joke aloud, and then I punch them. I mean, physically inflict pain. That would be a logistics them. nightmare, but we could you know try to work something. No, of course there'd be like, uh, <laughs> of course there'd be a waiver that gets signed. I mean, I'm a scrawny dude. I don't hit that hard, but like there'd be a waiver that gets signed to be like, hey, you can't sue me. <laughs> like you signed Ugh. up for this, you bought the calendar, you get the vouchers. Also, you have to pay for my airfare. And uh, that's it. I don't need to say to a hotel or anything. I'm not that bougie, all right? You just need to pay for my airfare for there and back. Just round trip, you know? It's it's pandemic time. Flights are cheap. You know, I'm, I'm helping you out. I'm just kidding. I ain't fucking flying anywhere. Uh, Jesus Christ. It does says, I would come to an event and taunt you with that. No, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. And then Justin says, next time we'd see each other, you'd just be beating the hell out of me the whole time. <laughs> I mean, hey, if that's what you want, you're the one that bought it. Okay. Don't that's just the way it is. And then also, yes, as Dave stated, thank you very much for the follow, Red Ghost. Uh, we shout out all follows, subs, everything like that at the end of the show as well. But seriously, thank you very much. Um, shall we move on? Yeah. Will. Perfect. Well, well, that it. That's it for the upcoming tournaments of the week. I love how we go on that tangent and then you just bring it right back to, yep, uh, back to the segment of the show. Will, what do we got next? Rostermania. Well, this is where we normally have Rostermania. No major tournaments. Teams form in last minute. We'll get some. Uh, we'll get some rosters later on. I'm still waiting for that official HCS announcement. Yeah, they said they had something in the works. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know what it is. Exactly. So. And hopefully hopefully it's sooner rather than later. I mean, I would imagine it is, but, you know, we never know. We never yep. know. 
Um, yeah, that does it for Roster Mania this week, Josh. Sweet. Thank Want to so hear much. about the tournament and league recap? I would up? love to. Please read through them while I get the command updated for the show notes Perfect. of the show. All right. Tournament league recaps of the previous week here. First up, we have HCS Spain Halo 5 1v1 result. In second place, we had Spired. And in first place, Faded Black. I believe those are team names, and we don't have the players. They're 1v1. What am I talking about? Uh, Pen Halo 3, 2v2 results. Seventh was Kill a Cali, or Kill a Cal, sorry. And then E2K Nova. Fifth through sixth, we had Mr. Peeps and Billy the Baker, and then Mr. Bones 50 and First Time Flies. Fourth place went to Sandal and Lil Sandal. Third went to Kazug and Evader. Second was Clone Lee and Raiden. First place went to Catastrophe and Hell. They took home 100 bucks. Next up, we have the Tourney Times Jack of All Trades tournament results. Seventh through eighth, we had Sucka and Mop 2 Clutch, and then Sabinator and Renegade. In fifth through sixth, we had Disruption and Legends, and then NSG Serial and Smoke You Dig. Fourth place went to Suppressal and Gunplection. Third place went to the Gold Star BR and Stress, taking home $100. Second place went to Tolik and Mr. Soul Snipe, taking home $150. Bucks. And then first place went to Falcated and Bound, the ones who have been dominating the scene. They took home $250. All right, next up, Europa Halo Double Series Standings. Uh, this was a post over at noobcombo.com. And I quote, the Europa Halo Double Series has hit the halfway mark, and although there are only two teams in Divisions 1 and 2 on top at 4-0, there are a number of teams fighting for the second through fourth positions. The bottom four teams from Division 1 will be put into a relegation bracket with the top four teams from Division 2 at the end of the season. Here are the current standings. So in Division 1, we have Bread and Haggis at 4-0, Cartel GG, at three and one, Krogan-a-Virus. That A in there really throws me off. It's supposed to be Krogan-a-Virus. Yes. Um, they're at three and one as well. Team Black and White is at three and... It says three and oh, so they must have played one less match. Sounds like it, yep. Oh, I do see they, they have oh, a, they have forfeit. A, they have a forfeit. And it's not listed in the... Which is weird. It's not listed in the loss column. Right. Um... Next up, we have De Niro GG. They are two and two. Mocket is one and three. Austrian Force is zero oh and four, and Swagen sixty fours is zero oh and four. I I imagine that they don't count a forfeit as a loss due to those who actually did play and lost are still counted higher as the people who forfeited. Sure. Yeah. That, that I mean, sense. that's yeah. That yeah. Because makes otherwise, sense. black and white would technically be tied with Cartel and Croganavirus uh, being three and one. Yeah. But they're actually fourth because they they're, forfeited. They forfeited. Got yeah. it. I like that, though. A little bit more punishment for not showing up. I like it, too. All right. Into Division 2. We have Jump Out Gang at 4-0. and oh, And then Zuspenny at 3-1. and one. Team Quarantined at 2-2. Two and two. Sure's Esports at 2-2. Two and two. Mojo Gaming at 2-2. Two and two. Beetlenut at 2-2. Two and two. Lager Gaming at 1-3. and three. And then Demonica, 100% Real Plum Daddy, Sorry, Josh, they're 0-4. It's okay. That I still love. I can't. like. I really want to know how they got to that name. The 100% real plum daddy? Yeah, like how do you get to that name? It's got to be like an inside joke that they came up with someday or just something off the rails that we have no idea. I, I just love every second of it. All right. I hope they never stop. 
All right, next up, the subdivisions that make up Division Three are also competing for a spot in the Division Three playoffs. The top four teams from each subdivision will be put into a single elimination playoff bracket for a chance to be the champions of the casual division. Here are the current standings for Division Three. So 3A, we have F FC Zur at 4-0, uh, Team PMP at 3-0, Halo Portugal at 2-1, Ragoso at 2-1, New World Order at 1-2, Final Vipers at 1 and 2, the Smashers at 0 and 4, and then Eggs Alpha at 0 and 3. Division 3B, Old German Men at 3 and 0. Jesus. You're in Trouble at 2 and 1, Unknown Demons at 2 and 1, No Name at 2 and 1, Says News Le Grand Paris 1 and 2, Firebolt Melee 1 and 2, Conzer JK is 0 They're 0-2, but I don't know what the D column is. Maybe disqualified? Dis maybe. Could be. Uh, and then KIA is 0-2 with also something in that D column that they it's not described. They got that D. They got the D. <laughs> All right. Team 3C, Fat and Ugly, 3-0. KIZ, 3-0. Unlucky, 2-1. Demonica Purple Rain, 2-1. Uh, Kama Gree? At two and one, Eggs FR at one and two, Lay Teletubbies at one and two, West One at one and two as well, and then I believe there is no teams. It says it says team buy, but I think there's just rosters that weren't filled, so yeah, it they, sounds like they it. lose every. Yeah, but they're yeah. listed there at zero and three. So. Sweetness, <laughs> sweetness. All right, and that's all I got for the uh, tournament league recaps of the week. Thank you, Will. And the uh, the show notes command should now be working as intended. Perfect. So I think we're back on track. Nice. Um, Will, I'm going to let you take your swig, and then it's time for some regular news. First up, we have potential Xbox news coming soon. It's by Phil Spencer over on Twitter. He replied to a tweet and said, Reviewed plans yesterday for continued sharing through launch. A team is doing great work in adapting. I've never been more excited about Xbox plans. We've heard you. You want transparency and authenticity. We plan to keep showing that way. Next step is not too much of a wait. Games. Give me my new Forza, please. <laughs> Give me Halo, please. Yeah. <laughs> you know they're going to have to be launch titles. They, I mean. Oh, yeah. That's what they have to be have most ready to show. Yeah. It, it's got to be. Absolutely. I just want to see it. Just give it. I just want to see that new, new, shiny car. That's all I want. And then Natana, Billy has it. I already have my cable. I'm good. Yes. He has it. We got it. Wow, <laughs> Jordan. Yeah, Billy, don't leave your shit around. You know, <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, Will. <laughs> you know, I, I brought my phone charger with a couple weeks ago. It's a spare one that I would also use at work. I plugged it in over here, and I left it for, like, the last two weeks. It's just been here. So, oh man, no. Bring us a new merch. Assault? Mech Assault. Oh, Mech Assault. Uh, you know, yeah. I wish the TV chat was bigger so I could read it, but it is what it is. You just got to get better eyes. I'm wearing glasses as it is, man. It's okay. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Uh, so, yeah, Red Ghost says he'd love to see um, older titles come back like Crimson Skies um, or another Fusion Frenzy. That would be amazing. 
Dave says, bring us new mech assault. Um, yeah. Wear double glasses, Red Coast says. God dang it. Be like, uh, yeah, I need them fucking bu- six eyes. I'm getting old. I need those bifocals. Oh, man. Oh, God. I can't, oh, no. I'm not excited. Brute Force 2 would be lit, says Red Ghost. Shadow oh, my run. God. Dave is just fucking losing his mind right now. Yes, it's like is. him and Red Ghost just became best friends. <laughs> and no, I don't mean that in a fucking stepbrother's oh, reference. Did. All we right. just become best friends. I hate that. I don't even like that movie, to be honest with you. What? I know. I'm a terrible person. All right. I get it. No, you get out of the studio. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um,. All right. All right. So there you go. We may have we we're gonna have game announcements coming soon, folks. I'm excited. I'm genuinely excited. I can't wait. Um, and then Dave says, "Oh, and reimagine Splinter Cell would be dope." You guys are geeking out right now. Yeah, absolutely. Keep geeking out. We're gonna move on to the next news story, and actually our last regular Halo news story before we move on. So the MCC development and flighting update for April twenty fourth, twenty twenty, for by uh postums. So just I, I'm literally just gonna go through like the quick patch notes here. There's other words in it as well, but those like are just like recaps of things. So here we go. This is what was fixed with the recent update for the Halo two MCC PC flight. We've taken a first pass at the behavior of crouching while moving in Halo 2. Resolved zooming in while dual wielding. Uh, muzzle flashes appear appropriately when swapping from anniversary graphics to classic. There was a crash before reaching the last area in Delta Halo. There was a bug that was setting graphics to performance on initial launch. It's, it's been resolved. Uh, the H2A bomb icon is too large in multiplayer. Stability was improved in several in several situations. Dual wielding key binding was displaying as change weapon slash dual wield. Melee and fire secondary could be mapped to the same key binding. Some button layout had missing or incorrect actions displayed. Switch grenades didn't function while dual wielding in Halo 2 Anniversary. The Spartan model was missing a visor line in Halo 2 Customization. Restarting and skipping cutscenes can cause Covenant character models to become disfigured in Halo 2 Anniversary graphics. I really want to know what the fuck that looks like. I would love like. to see that. Um, ending custom games early can cause an error and loss of access to multiplayer. And then with crosshair position set to centered, when using binoculars, the reticule moves to lowered. Huh. So, uh, I will say that if anybody experiences any issues with the Halo 2 MCC PC flight, Submit a ticket at the Halo support site. Do not post it on the forums. It ain't going to go anywhere. It's going to sit in the ether. You're going to be like, why is my thing getting solved yet? Why is this working? Why can't I do this? What's going on? You didn't submit a ticket. You should do that. And then instead of sounding like that, you can be like, oh, thank you so much, development team, for fixing what I wanted to be fixed. Or the game's going to come out and people are going to be upset. You'll be like, why didn't you fix this thing? I submitted a ticket like I was supposed to. What the fuck? That's what's going to happen. So. Yep. Um, <laughs> that's it <laughs> for the regular news. <laughs> yeah. All right. That was that was something. It's an off-the-rails episode, if, if there ever was one. It's time for COD and other games. Watch! You're like just getting loud today, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. because I've been feeling like I've been feeling tired. We had a bonfire last night. It was very fun. We did. Uh, I slept pretty well last night, but I woke up and I'm and I'm like getting. You you saw out there I was getting the couch ready to be moved upstairs and whatnot. Yeah. So like I was doing some physical stuff this morning, kind of. Yeah. Trying to just keep the energy a flowing. 
That voice was amazing. Thank you, Red Ghost. I appreciate you. Um, all right. Let's do this. Cotton or the Games Watch. So Fortnite is remaining relevant. Um, I mean, it, it, this, it, I named this the title of that. Okay. Like I named it the title. It wasn't. Yeah. Gotcha. Sla- this is by Slasher. Slasher didn't say that. I said that. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. But there's a reason why I said that. So Epic says over 12 million concurrent players participated live in the Fortnite Travis Scott event, an all time record, not including over 3 million viewers on streams. Like Fortnite or not, this was an incredibly impressive experience. I went back this morning and watched it on YouTube. It was awesome. It was incredible. Yeah. The work they put into that thing, yep. it's just, it's nuts. It was awesome. And to, to think that we went from Fortnite Battle Royale, right? Well, Fortnite saved the world to a free-to-play Fortnite Battle Royale to um, what? The first like real big event, I would say, was the Marshmallow concert yeah. that took place. Yep. And that was like, holy shit, I can't believe they're holding like a live concert in this game to this. And you know what the the funniest part is, or like the best part? That was like the first of three. So there's two more to come? I think so. Yeah, two or three more concerts to to come. You know, I'm I'm not really a fan of Fortnite right now. I, I kind of, you know, I fell off of it. I just didn't like running into the kid trying to win worlds in every lobby. Um so I haven't played in forever, but I can really appreciate what they're doing with this. The the amount of work that went behind putting this into the game, it's it is it's really incredible. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all right. And then the last two big things this week. Um, I wanted to include both these articles because Valorant is kind of the big thing right now, right? Um, it's more than likely going to be the big thing when it fully releases free to play during the summer. Um so Again, while we are a Halo-centric podcast, a Halo eSports-centric podcast, we put that at the beginning of the show to have all the relevant information there, and then we talk about some other things that are happening within the competitive gaming scene as a whole in the later part of the show. Um, Since Valorant is like the big thing, and it's probably going to be the big thing, there are two articles here. So Ray's, uh, Will knows all too well about Ray's, Um, one of the... Uh, agents are they called agents? Yep, agents? Okay, one of the agents in the game. Uh, people consider her her right her yeah her to be overpowered in some senses. Uh, we talked about it last week where all of her abilities are damage oriented. Uh, so uh, the Riot devs on Valorant put out a article on Rays and anti cheat specifically because anti cheat we talked about last week as well. There's a big discussion around it, so we're gonna further that discussion a little bit here with what this article is. So the first article on Rays and anti cheat. This is by the Valorant devs. First, now that the honeymoon is over with some Valorant players, two weeks, we're seeing some real discussion happening on every competitive player's favorite topic, game balance. In particular, Rays and how a damage-oriented agent can exist in the tactical shooter space. Here's Valorant's lead game designer, Trevor Romleski, to talk about Raze, how we're reacting to community feedback, and why she's important for the current roster. Quote, Raze has been a polarizing character in Valorant. We've seen feedback ranging from Raze is fine to please delete now. This has also raised the question about lethal damage from abilities in Valorant, and when, if at all, does it make sense? The value of lethal abilities is to create temporary areas of denial that require opponents to quickly reposition from that space. 
This can be used to reliably clear corners or push opponents off of angles where they have an advantage, uh, forcing them to move from their position of power. Sometimes you can outright kill an opponent if they don't respect the ability in the moment and fail to respond, or if you coordinate abilities with your team, like stacking a cluster grenade on a uh, sage uh, slow field. We don't expect the common case of lethal abilities to be outright killing the opponent, especially at higher levels of play. As awareness and quick response to lethal abilities increases, the value should shift from outright killing someone to the other areas of value this ability type provides. However, it is on us to provide you with the proper audio and sound cues, information, and windows of time for you to react properly. You should feel that you're equipped with the proper gameplay information, and that when you die and your opponent makes a good play, it's on you. This is definitely an area of improvement for us that we're actively working on now. As an example, when Ray's equips her rocket or fires it from a distance, you should be able to clearly hear and identify the oncoming threat. Bear in mind that we still expect you to respect the rocket when it's in play, planning around when it's available in the round. For example, when you hear an ult being used, maybe you'll try not to take sights as a group rush and instead spread out. Strategically, this feels similar to how you wouldn't try solo pushing against an enemy Cypher when he has his ultimate up, as you might risk dying, being interrogated, and giving away the rest of your team's position. We're also addressing some balance tweaks to raise regarding her overall power relative to other agents in the roster. This includes looking into if she has too many grenades, or if her damage is just too strong or too reliable. As always, please give us feedback on how you feel about the changes and if you think they're improving from your experience. Second, we're also hearing some concern around our anti-cheat detect detection technology, Vanguard, as well as maybe seeing a few misunderstandings out in the wild. Valorant's anti-cheat lead, Paul Chamberlain, has a few things to mention on that topic. Quote, There's been a lot of interest from the community about our anti-cheat technology this last week, and I'm really excited to see how much attention being paid to something that's usually so behind the scenes. From the beginning of the project, I've operated under the belief that competitive integrity is extremely important for a game like Valorant, and that means we need to curtail cheating as much as we can. This belief is why we've invested so much in building out our anti-cheat systems. These tools represent our first line of defense and our primary weapons to keep cheating out of the game. As is the goal with working in a closed beta, we've gotten a ton of compatibility inputs and lessons and stress testing to help us improve our tools every day. We're also adapting them as hackers start to attack the game, and we're working hard to make our systems as secure, performant, and compatible as possible. It's also worth noting that with all the excitement for Valorant, we're attracting a lot of attention from malicious actors who may have their own business interests at heart, like cheat developers. A way for a cheat developer to attract false business is to communicate the illusion of a working hack, even if it gets deleted and banned very quickly. I'll be honest in saying I don't think I'll ever... I don't think we'll ever stop all hackers, but I do think we can stop most of them and we can work to quickly ban the rest. I've always thought of our anti-cheat strategy in terms of what will best meet the needs of a hypothetical Valorant player. Now that y'all aren't so uh, hypothetical, our strategy will need to adapt to your very real needs as well as every very real attacks from hackers. I'm confident that the current approach is a good one for now, but I hope you'll let me know how we can make the game better for you in the future. More to come, end quote. So, Will, what are your thoughts on Raze? So, on Raze, um, it's one of those things where she she had her abilities are kind of double edged because yes, she can control. So she can use her ability to control a site, and she can also use her ability to do damage. So 
I was watching some streamers play. I was playing myself, which you'll hear about um, earlier this week. And yes, so she can throw her grenade in and you have to clear the area. But so it also, it gives you control over an area, but it also does damage. So I think that's the argument as well. So I heard a lot of that is that you, there's no way to counter it, right? She throws a grenade, it's a grenade. Like if there's a, if there's a Molotov coming in, you usually hear, you hear the Molotov come in. Yes. It hits and then it spreads. You have time. Like for the grenade, it bounces a couple times and goes off and it's. You're saying when like uh, the person says Molly. Yeah. Shoots. Yeah. I, yeah. And then it does bounce. Yep. I hear yep. you. Okay. I'm with you. Um, I don't know. The, and then all of her abilities do damage. So she can like, like I ran into the instance where um, we tried a team push and yes, uh, Sage slowed the area that yep. we were in and then Ray sent in her, like she threw everything, grenade, C4, boom bot and killed four of us in the beginning of the round just because she was able to with that, with that slow, we couldn't get out fast right, enough. Right. Now I get it if it's like, trying to control the area, but the fact that it does both, it kind of right. sucks. Okay. Do you feel that she does too much damage? I, it, yeah, in a round. Okay. In a single round, she can probably do too much damage. Do you feel that the, her ult, the rocket, is consistent enough? Ooh. Um, so, funny story again, when I was playing this past week, I was able to dodge the rocket a couple times. Okay. She, I heard it come out. I pulled out my knife, literally jumped away from where she, like I knew she, her line of sight would have been. And I was able to dodge the rocket a couple times. Okay. Um, did you take any damage whatsoever from said rocket or did you clearly out get like outmaneuver so it? So I outmaneuvered it. It okay. was far enough away. It was a far enough away fire. Now, if you're up close and she pulls out the rocket, that's kind of situational, right? Like. Right. If you're pushing her and you know she has her alt, because you can see who has her alt on the map, right? It might be, it's, you might be in a bad situation because she's going to have the advantage. I imagine if I just look it up, but uh, yeah, I'll, I I can look it up later. But I'm just thinking about what's the what's the radius of where you can get hit. Sure, you know what I mean. Because mm -hmm. I've seen instances where it appears as though the person's being hit dead on and they don't die. And I would sure. think, like, that's a guaranteed fucking, you should be dead. Yeah. And then I've also seen instances where uh, it'll go, like, right behind the person. And you'd think it would kill them, but it didn't. And it probably didn't do enough damage either than, than like, what it should. Right. I guess you could say. I don't know. It's it's hard for me. I think they moved it to more of a direct impact thing. Okay. And then the, the bubble, there's a smaller bubble radius. Okay. I can respect that if that's what it is. Because you have such a damage-centric character. Yeah. And when basically all other alts don't really do that. Well, if you look at um, Brimstone's alt, it's the, the Hellfire, right? Right. But you have, you have plenty, realistically, if you're not really trapped, you have plenty of time to get out of that. Right. And that's what, that's, I think that's the argument is other damage alts you have a counter to like right. his, that red circle appears on the map before anything else. And then you're, you're able to just pull out your knife and run. Right. You like the only time you might get caught is if you're dead center where he places it. And you might take, if you pull out your knife and run fast enough, you might take some damage on the right. way out. You can still get out, but you it's can not still a get guaranteed out. kill. So with rays, the, the argument is, is that 
like you 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 can't see like the line of sight where she's aiming. It's just no. the rocket just comes and it's there and there's no counter. Right. You I can't got, see the line of sight like with uh the bow and arrow person when they use their alt and they get three right. shots, but you can clearly see where it's coming and you can clearly get out of the way. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry, I cut you. Um off. yeah, so it's it's that whole there's nothing you can do about it. It feels kind of like that's why she feels overpowered or a cheap character because there's no counter to her. She can just push in with her rocket, get kills, and you, there's nothing you can do. So it sucks. Um, so Dave uh, Dave brings this thought to the table. I want to hear your opinion, Will. So Dave states, uh, I thought about this Rise Alt thing, and I personally believe the balance for it would be just like Jinx from League. The longer it flies, the more damage and AoE it does. But if you shoot within a 10-meter range, or roughly, it should kill one person but not three. Therefore, being kind of like a more direct impact dealio. Sure. What do you think? I mean, if they took the splash, like it's it's a weird concept, but a rocket that if you took a, the splash damage away from it, like I think that would be a good, good thing because then okay. if you hit one character with it, they're dead, but it doesn't infect like it doesn't hurt the whole team. Sure. Um, oh, go ahead. I have an idea. Part of me just wants what the other agents have, like you were just talking about with the line of sight with what their alt does. Yeah. I may, if I'm able to see, like I can look it up on YouTube or whatever and see what the radius is of the damage, right? Mm -hmm. Where it gets hit, how much damage is done depending upon how far you are in or out of the circle. If they just showed you where that rocket was going to go, because, like you said, Brimstone, you see it coming. Yeah. Like, from the sky. And then with the, I forget the name of the person that has the bow and arrow. Uh, Sova. Sova. When you see Sova use their alt, and you see the line through the walls of yeah. where that arrow is going to come, it seems like all of them have that. Why doesn't raise? Part of me just thinks that if the others have it too, raise should have it as well, especially for a damage-dealing alt. That's what I'd want. If I can see where it's coming from, and you know what? Maybe, maybe to count, maybe to like balance that. Now, I, I haven't played against too many raises because I've only played the game like for two days. Okay, so don't, yeah, just take my opinion with a grain of salt here. But since I haven't played against raise so often, I wonder if add a line of sight to the rocket, and then maybe, just maybe, you increase the speed at which it travels slightly. Because then, I mean, if you're at close range, that sucks. Yeah. Like, that's really hard. But, like, if you're seeing the line of sight, and I'm using my ult. You know, ult's a big thing. It takes a while to get. So, I mean, if you're really good, it doesn't take that long to get. But if you're playing just normally, it takes a little while to get your ult. It's, it's supposed to be a bigger thing that you're using. A big resource, right? And so if I was a raise and I was shooting long... And I knew somebody was over there or close, right? And you were able to see my line of sight. I would at least want it to be a little bit quicker. So I have a little, I feel like I'm getting more out of it by using it. I don't know. It's hard. Another idea that I, I just had too is what if you made it more like a javelin where you could see the circle. You had to be outdoors in an open area. So you couldn't fire it like in a, in a, in like a, so, so it heaven. goes up. So it goes up comes and comes down. down. You can see that splash damage that it's going to be hitting. Okay. But it makes it it makes it less of that DPS push forward character, and then it feels more like brimstone. It does, yeah. 
just a way to kind of counter it. Or, you know, each each alt has a certain amount of alt points you need. Some of them are six. Some of them are seven. Why not increase hers to eight or nine? I did not know that. I thought they were all the same. No, they're not. I each, never paid each, attention. Each alt's a different amount. I did not pay attention so to that. So why not make hers higher so you see it less? And that way, it's not so overpowered. But then you got to look at her other abilities, too. I really hate the fact that you can send your boom bot in with grenades and really do do damage if someone's not not prepared, I guess. But that that's on them. That's what they want to make it. So if other people aren't prepared, it does damage. But I feel like the, the combination of boom bot, grenade, C4 is just too overpowered as well. Not even her. I, I would say her alt's fine even at this point. I think it's the combination of the abilities. Right. Part of me, when I think about that, it's now you bring up such a fucking good point. I never knew it was a spam message. That's what gotcha. that was. Uh, I had no idea that that alts cost different amounts. Yeah, I had no idea. I never paid attention to that. You know what? That could be the perfect balance change that's needed because if you increase it by one, maybe two ticks right yeah it would take you longer you have a damage dealing agent so they're supposed to get frags exactly i like that i had no idea and then my my one other thing i'd want changed yeah make this make her pouches only for movement get rid of the damage they do so that she can get up on boxes or move to move to places don't make it so that so that you can like throw it out and do damage with it as well. Sure. That's something for me to think about. That's really cool. I had no idea. Oh, and all other raise players out there. Uh Oh, Uh Oh, please make sure that your teammates are not in the area of your C4 because while it doesn't do damage to you, it does damage to your teammates while you're jumping up on boxes and whatnot. Really? It does. I did not know that either. I thought maybe it just like knock you back or something. No, Nope. It actually does friendly fire. Uh, Granted, they were they were pretty much a new player. I could tell. Sure. But um, I died a couple times from a team from a teammate throwing a C four down and killing me while they're trying to get to an area. Maybe that should be another balance point. Then do damage to yourself if you're using if you're using C four to rocket jump up to a ledge. Yeah. Do some damage to that yourself. That should do some damage to yourself, and then not teammates. That should definitely not do damage to teammates. <laughs> Well, you're, you're not a, the ones running the character. Well, you got to look. If you throw a Molotov down, I think it hurts your teammates too. It does. I have. I've so, had that happen. Like, I think everything on the field should hurt your teammates. Like, even okay. if you go into a Viper's bubble, you start decaying health. Sure. And it can bring you down to one health until you get out of that bubble. Then you start regaining. Okay. So. That's good to know too. There's so many, so many intricate things with this I game. I love it. I've been getting stomped lately, but. Sure. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I guess for Rays, that's all I got. Um, I would like to see some changes, but sure. Agreed. I would too. Uh, I mean, clearly there's a lot of people that are not happy with that. Uh, so what's so, up to, with the other, there's one other, uh, damage dealing op or agent, which is Phoenix. Yeah. The one with, uh, the flash that you can like whip around the corner. Yeah, that thing's yeah. sick. Yep. Um, snaps the- his finger. Well, then you have to, you, his, his abilities are, yes, the 
The, he has a Molotov. Yep, that heals you if you stand in it. Because that's his whole thing. Phoenix, risen from fire. It's so cool. Um, I love that shit. Yeah. I mean, obviously I do, but like, whoo, that's awesome. Yep, so he, ha- he has his firewall, which also heals him. Um, so he has a wall that he can put up. He has the Molotov and then the flashes. He's a damage-dealing character, but none of his abilities do direct damage like a grenade or something. It's something someone else has to move into. Correct. Area of denial. That's what yeah. his which they, which, which they wanted to do with Raze. That's what they thought. Like, they'd, someone would hear the grenade coming in, we move out of the way. Right. But the fact that all of her things do damage, she can stack them very easily. In order to really be an area of denial agent, she needs to be coupled with, like, a sage who's sure. able to wall off areas, who's able to put slows down, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave states, I would like to see some general cooldown changes for each hero. Or agent, yes, agent. I think that, I mean, this game is not far off from release, obviously. Um, And in our next, in the final news story we're going to talk about, they're going to talk about the ranking system, which is going to be coming out. Um, So shall we move on to that and then continue this conversation? Sure. Okay. So the final piece of information, the final news story that we have for this week, Valorant ranks in competitive matchmaking. Valorant's competitive mode uses the same in-game rules and format as the unrated mode, but with a focus on higher stakes competition. Valorant's competitive system is still in its early stages, and we plan to evolve it over time, but we have a core experience we wanted to share with you all in closed beta so that we can build and evolve the mode together. While we plan to keep unrated mode always available, competitive matchmaking may be disabled for short periods throughout the closed beta as we work to refine the mode and incorporate your feedback. Our system aims to solve uh, some of the common pain points we've seen players experience with competitive modes and ranked systems. We're taking your personal skill into account so we can recognize when you're crushing it, combat smurfing, reduce players with boosted ranks, and ensure that for most of your matches, you and your teammates are placed into a fair fight. All right, here's a bite-sized summary with more details below. Complete 20 unrated matches to unlock competitive mode. Eight ranks three tiers each, except the top rank, which is Valorant. You can queue up to five player parties and must be within two ranks. Rank is not displayed if competitive matches aren't played within 14 days, but your rank doesn't decay behind the scenes. And closed beta rank does not carry over to launch. Enter the ranks. The option to enter competitive matchmaking will open once you've completed 20 unrated matches. Consider this a necessary warm-up before the sweat starts. There are eight levels of rank, each divided into three tiers. Iron, Bronze, Silver, Gold, Platinum, Diamond, Immortal, and our highest rank, Valorant. Winning games is the most important factor in gaining rank, but if you perform exceptionally well, your rank can go up faster. Inversely, Losing games and performing well below expectations uh, deduced from your previous matches will reduce your rank. Your personal performance will have a greater impact on the early evaluation of your skill, but will decrease in importance when compared to wins as we hone in on your overall skill over time. Competitive mode also measures how uh, decisively you win or lose. We figure if there's a benefit to your rank that comes from playing your best for the entire match, it will incentivize you to stay in the fight and not throw games. For those at the Valorant rank level, winning and how uh, decisive games are won or lost will be the only factor we measure. Because of the highest levels of competitive play, we trust you and your teammates have earned your way there. Competitive integrity. 
Our ranking competitive matchmaking system is meant to deliver a balanced fight and keep the disruption to a minimum. Factoring in your total performance also helps us better detect smurfs, prevent rank boosting, and get to an accurate display of your skill, rank, much quicker. This way you'll have more trust that you're playing in balanced matches with players that have actually earned their ranks. Planting the spike can be more fun with friends, so you can queue into competitive matchmaking with a party of up to five people. We want players to feel supported when playing in a team of up to five because we see it as a key part of competitive play in Valorant. But whoever you party with must be within two ranks or six tiers from you. This requirement is to help ensure that there isn't a huge skill disparity in games where one player is clearly above or below the average skill of other players in the match. We've also taken steps to ensure that you're on a level playing field regardless of your queue size. Our competitive matchmaking takes into account your pre-made party size and automatically optimizes your match to favor similar pre-made sizes on the opposing team. Rank inactivity will also be tracked. If you haven't played a competitive match for 14 days, then your account will be considered inactive and your rank will be hidden. Don't worry, your rank will be displayed again after your first match back. We want to be confident that when others see your rank, it is an accurate reflection of your skill. After 14 inactive days, we don't have as high of confidence in displaying your rank. However, we won't decay your rank artificially in the background. So don't sweat if you're one of those players that is not is always on top of their game. Competitive progression and beyond. The Valorant community will lead the way on how our team evolves competitive mode and the rank systems during closed beta and especially after launch. We're currently tinkering with how to add an element of persistent rank progression that recognizes your competitive accomplishments for all ranks outside of just the match rank display. So there you go. And you know what? From this article, we can talk about it a little bit now if we want to, but I have an idea for what the next topic for next week's going to be. An actual topic. Okay. Should Halo Infinite have skill-based matchmaking? Trust me, if you look online, there are people that are absolutely for it, and then there are those who are absolutely against it. And I would love to hear both sides of that story. I would love to hear both sides of that story. And you know what? I'm on the side of everybody in chat right now that it should. But there are a lot of people out there who don't like skill-based matchmaking at all. So, are we, we, we're talking about... So then you can split it. Like, the social playlist shouldn't, in my opinion. Okay. And the ranked should. And there are people that think that there should be a type of skill-based matchmaking in social as well. Because then you, you're... We, again, this is something I want to talk about debate. for sure. Okay. I absolutely want to talk about this because, see, and Jordan says social and ranked. We know, oh, sorry, social shouldn't. Ranked should. See, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Um, all right. So, Valorant will have uh, skill-based matchmaking is what we've obviously determined mm-hmm. and party-based matchmaking as well, which... I think is great for games that have large population sizes. Because as we've seen with Halo 5, that can work and that cannot work tremendously. Right. So we saw in the early beta, before they released the second wave of keys even, yes, um, the top players were having 10 to 15 minute queue times. Right? Low population base, skill-based matchmaking really wasn't working in that scenario because there were so few at the top. Now, Correct. this is going to be a free-to-play game as far as we know. 
I believe they said it's going to be. It will. Yep. 100% free to play with just cosmetics that you so, can purchase. Great. Leave the plebs with the plebs. Leave the high tier with the tier. I'll probably be with the plebs. Uh, I'm absolutely <laughs> with the plebs. So. I can get like a couple kills. And then I'll be Valorant. Yeah. Be great. <laughs> I do. I honestly do want to kind of grind this game out to see where I can get. Absolutely. I mean, if it's coming in potentially a couple months, I don't see why not. I just need a team. I need a squad. We have, we'll, we'll form an HCS Pro Talk team. How about that? <laughs> HCS Pro Talk in Valorant. All right. Oh, man. Yeah. So, are you okay with Valorant having all of this from the start? Do you think this is a good move? On their part. Kind for, of a dumb for, question, but it's I mean they're they're kind of mirroring mirroring CS. Yep. I'd say yeah, it's it's gonna be good it's gonna be good for the game. I think it's awesome to see the amount of ranks that they have and the amount of tiers that they have as well, because it seems like uh more fine tuning for where people are going to be, which I think is great. The one thing I would add to what they're doing sure. is your your rank is your rank, right? Yes. No matter what. Whether you're queuing as a solo, duo, or five-man squad. Correct. I would like to see separate ranks for each. So, okay. Because if you're, because I mean, if if you're running with a full team, yeah, you might be able to perform a lot better than you would if you're running solo, trying to communicate with other people you don't know. So you could be, or maybe you're just a maverick and you can go out solo and dominate. But when you try to work with a team, it doesn't work as well. So your solo rank could be higher than what your teamwork is. You know what? You know something. Something to just differentiate that because you could you could kill it in solo, and then when you try to join a team, you're not that good. So Jordan says, knowing Riot, they will probably do that. That is how they run league solo duo queue and team play. Perfect. Bring it over to Valorant. Yes. Actually, uh, also welcome back, Night Fox. Good to see you. Um. But yeah, I think why not? Why not? It'd be a good separation for showing of skill. Mm-hmm. I think that sounds like a great idea. And obviously, again, to me, it's all based upon how big their population sizes are. Sure. Or else things are going to go downhill really quickly. But knowing how things are going so far, yes, I know that drops are still enabled, so numbers may be slightly inflated because of that. But I imagine this thing will take off pretty hard when it comes well, out. Honestly, for me, watching Valorant is not as fun as playing it. And I think that everyone's watching to try to get their damn drop. Sure. And then we might not, because you're talking about Twitch viewership here. People might not stick around to play and watch on stream, but uh, there's going to be like, just like CS, like CS, there's tons of players still there. Sure. I think this will catch kind of like that. People, The people who love it are going to keep playing it and stick with it. And I think I think the population will be there for a decent amount of time. I am just not really as a counter, but I do like watching Valorant uh, streams, the bigger names, uh, just because they're there for a reason. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I mean, it's just seeing, it's seeing the types of plays that are able to be pulled off sure. when there's full team communication that's taking place. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't like watching people going in solos. I like watching people that have a group that they go in with. You're able to hear the communication. You're able to see plays get set up. Plays maybe get completely destroyed because of a player doing something sneaky. Like that's the stuff that I like to watch. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I'm more, so I, I will watch 
I watched Summit when he solo queues. And that's entertaining because he inter- he's interacting with other players. He's doing his own thing. He's kind of, it's kind of, he, he's, he's playing to entertain, not to sweat. When he queues with the five mans, they're all sweating. I, I'm not at that level yet. I can't execute those plays. Sure. I try. Believe me, I try. Oh, I'm right there with you. It's tough. Um, so I guess I like watching him play solo because you can like learn little tricky things that sure. you might not have, you know, that you can do by yourself to implement. But when you're working with the team, you really need a full team to implement all those plays. Awesome. So what we're saying is we just need a full team. We do. <laughs> uh, Dave states, um, my number one concern with Valorant is if they use the power creep agent design from League. A new agent comes out overpowered to sell, but too powerful for rank to enjoy it. Hmm. That is a concern. I'd like to hear Jordan's thoughts on that, considering the amount of League of Legends that he plays. Yeah. Um, but by all means, let's keep the Valorant conversation going. Keep all the Halo conversation going, absolutely. But uh, we're going to talk about some other video games as well. I think it's time we move on to... Adventures within the Halo world. And other games, too. <laughs> Will, what'd you play? Well, obviously, this week? obviously, I talked about it last segment. Played Valorant. Oh my God, no way! I'm getting my butt kicked. It's okay. It's not good. It's okay. I'm like on a, like a six or seven match losing streak. Oh no, it hurts. That's unfortunate. A few like 13, 12 matches too, where it's super close at the end. But yeah, man, um, oh man. Some day, like the last couple days, my shots just not been on. I did get um, I did get called. <laughs> I didn't get called a cheater and that I was aimbotting one match because it was you it, made it. Yeah, I made you it. You made I, it. You're Valorant. I, I made you it. You made it. Um, so it was the last one. It was like we were down twelve to like three, right? I'm like, fuck it. I have no more money. I'm pulling out a deagle. Um, my whole team dies and they know I'm a short. Sure. And I'm just. It's on. Uh, oh, what map is it? It's the map with three sites. Like bind. I know it's not. Funnily, funny enough, the map that's called Split is not the one that has three sites. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's either- is it the one with like the really long, like hallways that go back to one of the spawn points, and then go to the other side? No, nope, A and C here, and that- then B in the middle. Yeah, there's there's yeah A C B. Um, there's not like there's like one long hallway along the back of the spawn. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. One. That's yeah, that's the one I'm. Yeah. Okay, I so- don't know the name, but I do. I'm visualizing what you were throwing <laughs> down right now. Yeah. So all my team died in mid. I was holding down A to prevent flanks because that's what they were doing all game. Sure. So I get the first shot. Like my t- whole team dies. The one guy pushes out A long or A short. I get the headshot. Another guy pushes A long. Get the next headshot. Like and I'm like just snapping. I don't know. Like something possessed me in this moment. I turn around because I know my team died in B. One comes around the corner from uh, B window. Yeah. And headshot. The next one. Then they're, they're just funneling in. It's coming down from like the C hallway, headshot, and then the last guy is sitting in mid with the Odin and it just sprays me through the wall. Oh. And they're all like, "Oh yeah, ha ha, turn off your, turn off your uh, aimbot." LOL. I'm like, "Yep, I just uh, just fucking played out of my mind for just a minute." Just turned into Summit One G for a hot minute. And I I honestly think it was the moment that we were down so bad that I just didn't give a shit. Sure. And I'm like, you know what? "Fuck these guys." And I just like went I just went Fuck off them. for a moment. I don't I I loved it. I couldn't I haven't been able to replicate it since. <laughs> but um just felt good. Do you mind if I add to the Valorant discussion real quick? Sure, go for it. So uh so Jordan says 
I really see how that could be a problem heavy. The main issue I think with a lot of new champs on league is that they have so much mobility in a game that the old champ just didn't have. For a while, they were too strong when they were launched and then ranked was broken every time a champ was released. A lot of champs are either way too strong or way too weak on launch now, but they've gotten so much better about doing a quick patch the same or at least next week at launch if there are major issues. And then Dave says, I've heard that's on purpose, but cannot confirm. They're trying to steer the game away from old champions. So they can see ways to spice them up. Uh, a documentary they did, someone said, if the same champion is in two world championships, we failed the community. And then Jordan says, I think what Valorant should do is keep new agents out of ranked for two weeks to be able to make adjustments. That's hot digging. I, I kind of like that idea too. That doesn't sound bad. Just not, not have them implemented and ranked right away. Yeah, and the other thing is is that the game is going to launch with more. And let's be honest here. If you want to go to a full competitive side, the yes. pros are not going to be running ranked or unranked. They're going to be running custom lobbies and scrims. So that's really not going to change things for them if they're able to use a new agent and custom lobby. Right. But for my, if I was a competitor, I would think, okay, this, this champion is most likely going to change in two weeks. We're not going to run them because we don't want to get used to an ability that's not there or something right. that's nerfed or exactly. So I don't know. I don't know either. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. It will be for sure. What else you got? Will? um, I played dead side again. Um, I started building my base. You were farming. I was farming. So yeah, you actually have to go find an ax top, uh, chop down trees, then have to find a saw to turn the logs into wood planks. And then you can use wood planks. You have to find like nails, hammers to be able to build actual scaffolding, walls, all that. So more sophisticated Minecraft. A little bit. I'm just kidding. I, I yeah. mean, a little bit. Um, luckily, there was a so got, uh, there was a glitch that happened. I was in my friend's base. Okay. And I put so he was building his base. I put all of his scaffolding walls that he had built to that he was going to put up in my inventory. So when he came back, he's like, it's gone. I'm like, yeah, man, what happened? So I was like, just messing with them because he, all this work that took us like hours was just in my inventory and he couldn't find it. Please tell me it was actually gone. No, no, no. Okay. So I would have laughed so hard if it just got deleted from your inventory. So I put it back in his, in his box, in his storage box. Yep. And then I logged out of the game. When I logged back in, it was back in my inventory. You duplicated it? And in his box. So I was like, I just took it over and went and built my base with it because it was- That's awesome. Extra stuff. Gotta just, love early access. Yeah. Literally saved us hours of work. That's fantastic. Um, the only thing negative about Deadside is it is a smaller game. There's no, it seems to be no anti-cheat. So if you want to hack, people are, there's, um, and everyone accuses everyone of hacking, of course, because if they die, they get salty. Um, but there has been times where I just get shot and I have like no line of sight on anyone and you just like, what the hell? My shit's gone. Great. Restart. That's unfortunate. So it's the only downside of it. The server we're in, I've found out it's very PVP based. No one's trying to just go take out the AI. Everyone's trying to just fight each other, which gets annoying when I'm just trying to like collect wood in my butt next to my base. Yeah. And I, I'm smart about it. I put all my gear in my base, in my storage box. And then I just go out with my axe so that if anyone kills me, just losing an axe and right. they're most likely not going to take it anyway. Right. Um, 
But it's annoying when you're just trying to progress on one side of things and someone just comes along and, and shoots you. There is voice chat, in-game voice chat. So okay. you can kind of like talk to people and be like, hey, man, I'm just, not, I'm just out here doing my thing. Don't, don't mess with me. So the best, the best thing that's happened so far is um, there in this game. There's safe zones, right, where you can go trade and do things. Yep. And I was with my buddy Joey, and we we roll up to the safe zone, and there's everyone standing at the trader. Okay. Like facing away from us, and Joey just jokingly goes, "Anybody want some drugs?" And then all four people standing at the trader just turn around at once and are like, "What?" Jesus Christ. It was hilarious. Oh my God, dude. It was hilarious. Um, And so the person who owns our server is based out of Dallas. Okay. And so it was kind of funny because they turned it into like, like, Hey, we're all Republicans. Get that shit out of here. Like it was, it was kind of a hilarious scenario. Oh my God. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a fun game to relax, chill in. You can do the, the combat if you want. Um, try to build your inventory, build your build your money, your stash, what weapons you're using. Um, I did find out not too far away from my base is a little military roadblock where extremely hard AI spawn to try to kill. Okay. And I really don't have the weaponry or gear to go do it, but I really want to find a way to do to to get that because they have all the good the good stuff. So um, got to plan a combat scenario out and try to get those guys taken down because they rush you. If you shoot at them, they just like freaking rush you with AKs and I have a pistol. Not going to happen. No. So. No, no, no. But it, it's, it's a fun time. Awesome. All I'm right, glad you're enjoying it. Yeah. What did you play this week? I played some video games. So Animal Crossing New Horizons. Uh, so I've never bought turnips before. Okay. And come to find out that you can only buy them on Sundays today from like whatever time to maybe 11 or noon. Okay. So I bought turnips today with all my money, all my bells, which is not a lot. Like, let's be real here. I had like 300 K in bells, which is nothing compared to what other people have in the millions. But I bought turnips today. And so my inventory's full. And basically uh, Dom, our buddy Dom sent, sent me the invite for, uh, the animal crossing new horizons discord channel. Oh boy. And so, and people post like what they have for turnip prices for their day. And I'm just going to wait for a good deal and I'm going to offload them. Nice. And I'm going to start making some goddamn money. It's time. It's time to make some money. Um, so Dave says 8am to 12pm. There you go. So that's, that was what I did this morning. And then Dom came over to my Island to buy turnips from me because, uh, out of myself, him, and Nick, I had the, the cheaper of them. Sure. Uh, mine were like 98 bells, which is not as good as what other people have gotten, but yeah. Um, Dave says, oh, oh, let me help you with this. Please do. Please do. Um, so yeah, I played Animal Crossing. I just log in every day, do some daily tasks, get my money, sell some stuff, find my fossils. I need to get back into it because I've been, I've been so addicted to Valorant. Sure. That's all I've been playing mostly, and I just take a half hour to an hour, half hour to an hour every day, right in the morning. Log in, get the stuff done. You can do some other stuff if you want to. If you have a plan that you have for that day, you can do that. But I just take it easy. Sure. Yeah. Um. Try to fit it in. Oh, I there's a game I played that I didn't put in here. Um. I'm gonna put it in here right now. Ring Fit Adventure. 
Do you know what this game is, Will? Nope. It is a workout game. Okay. It is a fitness game for the Nintendo Switch. You have a resistance ring that you put a Joy-Con on the top. I'm going to grab this round. I'm no, going to show you. Know, you I'm, I'm, I'm showing you, damn it. Okay. Is it right over there? Yeah, I have it right here. So, you have, you have two pieces here, right? You have two pieces. So, you have the leg band. Yep. Ooh, ah. That a Joy-Con goes into. Yeah. Can okay, you put it on? You put it on your thigh. Yep. Okay. And then you have the resistance ring. Okay. Oh boy. Yep. So you can pull it and push it. Okay. I'm not. I'm not strong. Um. And then the Joy-Con goes up here. Okay. okay? And then the, it is a literal video game. Like it's not like workout routines. So you don't. You don't have a trainer there telling you what to do or anything like that. And you're following along. It's a video game. Where you you go on, you have missions that you go on, and you you jog like in place to prog- to move your character, and then there are things you do with the resistance ring, so on and so forth. Here, I, like hold it and pu- push it in and pull it, and you'll see. Right, it's got a little bit to it. Yeah, yeah. So just think about doing that all the time, okay? And then jogging in place. You, you get a little bit of a workout. You get a little bit of a workout. It's fucking, it's something. Um. Yeah. Oh, Dave, turnip.exchange is the website I use every day. It shows other people whose island is open for sales. Uh, some require an entrance fee. Ooh. An entrance fee. So you drop bells for them to get on their island so that they Apparently. make money while you make money? Apparently. And then Dave states, uh, that game is a blast. My card for it got stolen, though. I'm sorry to hear that, considering how expensive it is right now. They're going for over $200 on eBay. Those things? Yep. You know what the funniest part is? I bought mine at launch. I pre-ordered it. Got it shipped from Best Buy to my house. So at launch, it was months ago. Last week was the first time I opened it. Wow. Yep. Well, then. The first time I opened it. Um, you found an island that sold turnips for 721 bells. Jesus Christ. They wanted two Nook Mile tickets for it. That's it? Holy hell, dude. That's insane. That is insane. I got to I gotta jump on that. Jump on it. Um, but then they don't, you can't sell turnips on Sundays. You can only buy. You cannot sell on Sundays. Because they don't want you to turn around immediately and try to make a quick profit. So prices, do you know how the turnip system works in Animal Crossing, Will? No. Okay. So throughout, like, uh, Monday through Saturday, uh, everybody's island sells them at a different rate every day. So it's like the stock market. It's exactly what it is. So every day the prices can go up, the prices can go down, and every island's different. So because the game's online, right, everybody now just posts what their prices are. Yeah. And then that's – and then – they open up their island sure, and you're able no, to get the I best. Get, I get yeah, all that. Yeah. So it's easier to game the system now with it being fully online. Um, but yeah, Dave says he made 6 million in bells yesterday. See that unbelievable. Um, those people time travel too. So you can buy turnips from some of the people throughout the week. Well, here's the other thing too, is what I've heard is that if you do, if you buy, I think an update came out where if you buy turnips and then time travel, if you if you buy turnips and then time travel, those turnips will rot instead of having to wait a week for it to rot. So just keep that in mind. 
I know that's not explicitly what you're referencing. I'm just giving that tip out there for people. I think that update just came out. Um, okay, moving on. So Ring Fit Adventure, that's a video game. And then the Halo 2 MCC PC flight, I played a little bit of it. I got into some multiplayer games. It played really, really well. It played better than Reach did. It, play, it played better than Halo 1 did. It it just plays well, in my opinion. I, I didn't have any issues, I believe. Um, I feel shots registered the way that they're supposed to. Uh, it's, yeah, it was smooth. Didn't have any stuttering issues or anything like that. It was, it was very good. Um, the thing that I did notice, though, is that I was getting some stuttering issues on the campaign. So what I did was I locked my FPS to 60 because there are some unlimited frame rate issues still with the flight. Yes, that's still a thing. Um, but I locked it at 60. Everything was absolutely buttery smooth. Um, yes, that is correct, Dave. If you time travel, that's that's what I was getting at. Yes. So if you are buying the turnips, do not time travel to try to sell them. Don't do that because they'll rot right away instead of the week. Um, aim assist on controller still feels a little too strong. That's going to be a topic of debate, obviously. And then, but not as bad as reaches. Okay. That's, that's, that's positive. Um, so yeah, I played that felt really good. Probably going to keep getting into it. I have it marked on my calendar when the play times are each day. So we'll see if I get more of that. Played some more older scrolls online. Uh, I'm playing it while things are getting patched up in FF 14, like, there's a big patch coming, but it's delayed to, like, June or July, so we'll see when that comes out. And then the Final Fantasy VII Remake, I've continued to play. I hopefully am going to beat it this week. And, yeah, again, I've never played the original fully, so this is coming from, like, a, f- a fresh perspective of myself, and there are some things that I love. There are some things that I can't fucking stand in that game. The side quests are the worst thing in the world. But the game got a lot better after Chapter 8. I can tell you that much. It's a lot better now. Um, and that's all I played. Will shout outs. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Jordan asks a quick question about FF 14. Can you get pets and can one be a turtle? You can have minions, which are like pets. Technically, uh, they don't fight for you or anything like that, but I, and I don't know if one is a turtle. I don't know if there's a turtle in that game, but uh, your chocobo, which is a mount you can get, you can use to fight alongside you or heal you in the game as well. Uh, FF14 is fucking awesome. Highly recommend people play. Shoutouts. Shoutout to Dave, a.k.a. Heavy Rainfall, for two things. One, for being the first mod of the channel. Thank you so much. And two, for hosting last week's community play date. I appreciate it greatly. Had some things happen at the at the house couldn't host it myself. You stepped in. Greatly appreciate that. And I hope the people who joined in were able to get some rock and rail games in with Davey Wavy. And yeah. Hope you had a great time. Oh shit, there is a turtle in Final Fantasy 14. And Jordan says, okay, because I'm a little bored of WoW and I know uh, Lid will only be interested in switching games if there were turtles. Oh, the stream broke that Friday? Oh, it's okay. It's all good. As long as people were able to play some Halo, I don't give a shit. Um, Dave, if you try and ban me from here, I'll lose my shit. Uh, Dave, you have full permission to ban Goalie Sniper, a.k.a. Justin Leflesh. Just kidding. 
Yeah, dude, absolutely bring it up. Also, Jordan, I'm going to tell you real quick before we move on to the community creations here. Uh, Jordan, the base game of Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn, is a fucking slog. It's it's slow. It is a slow game. The story is very good, but it is very slow. The other thing I'm going to say, the other thing I'm going to say, Jordan, and anybody else that is interested in playing Final Fantasy XIV, is that it is free to play. The game is free to play on a single character up to level 30. So, do not pay for that game until you've reached level 30. Don't do what I did, basically. Now, if you buy if you buy all the expansions, like if you buy the complete edition, I think you get a free month anyway. But just know that you can download A Realm Reborn for free up to level 30. So do that. Um, that might be helpful, actually, because Lydia has no idea what she's doing. It's... The game is also very easy to understand for the most part. Uh, the only thing, the only other thing I'm going to say before, I'm sorry, I'm really on this for a while here. Uh, the, so I don't know how much like dungeoning and stuff like that you're going to do like you did in WoW, but dungeons are mandatory in FF14 to progress the story. And uh, Final Fantasy XIV is a role-based MMO. So you you have tanks, you have healers, and you have DPS roles. A tank cannot be a DPS. A DPS cannot be a healer. A healer cannot be a tank. There, there are three very specific roles. So make sure to pick the type that you're interested in playing. Now, the other thing is, with Final Fantasy XIV... The beautiful part is, is that with a single character, with a single character, you can play every class. So like that's the best part about 14 is that if you level up your tank, like to level like 35 and you're like, I don't want to be a tank anymore. You can go start the quest chain for a healer or a DPS. And then you can start he- leveling that healer or DPS on the same character. It's fucking rat. Um, all right. That's it for the shout outs. Community creations, Will. Halo memes every day. Shout out to you, Will, every day for bringing these Halo memes every day. Reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Halo memes. Check them out. Then we have the stat tracker for MCCPC. This is by Distill Loading over on Reddit. Check it out. We have the Halo Community Spotlight for April 2020 by Snickerdoodle. We have the Halo Unreal Engine 4 preview build by Glitch. And then we have the clips of the week, number uh, number 51 by High Tech Redneck. The link will be posted tomorrow as long as she posts the link to the YouTube video. Um, Justin says, I started Witcher 3, really enjoying it so far. Lots to do and learn. I like how you got to prep for big fights. The combat is hard as shit, though. FPSs really have limited my gaming abilities. The Witcher 3 is one of the greatest games of all time. That's what I'm going to say about that game. Will, you need to play too. Started. You need to keep playing. Uh, it's okay. If you get to it, you get to it. If you don't, you don't. Um, Will, that's all I got. Therefore, would you please plug the show? You can find us on podcast services such as iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. Leave us a reel and let others know about the show. Pocket Cast. 
Join the Discord, join the community discussion. Link will be provided in the Google Doc at the show notes of the show. Or you can type exclamation point Discord in chat. Discussion. Join the Xbox Club or Spartan Company over on HaloWaypoint.com. Hopefully that ramps up for infinite. They're dead right now. And you can find us on socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. If you're in the chat, you know about Twitch. If you're listening, come find us on Twitch. Engagement. We also have our own eSportspedia page and website. Self-promotion. HGSProTalk.com, <laughs> where you can find all the posted episodes and everything you might Well, need. not all. All. I'm still working on backlogging them. You can find some of the posted episodes yeah. and... Uh, Most recent episodes are on Some there. other things there that we're working on, uh, potentially. Pocket cast. Yeah, it's your favorite. Did Will just say, eh, Witcher? Will, not please explain your Witcher 3 experience so far. Takes too long. The game or you trying to play it? Both. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Um, I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's, I, I, I don't feel as engaged in that game as I think I should be. It's okay. I don't like prepping for big fights. I just want to go kill things and it takes too long to go kill something. Do you want it? Do you want a tip? Sure. Just, I'm not kidding when I say this and it's not difficult to do at all. Play on PC and mod it. Uh, yeah. That's l- like if you. Yes, it's not the way the game was designed to be played, but if you want to play the game the way you want to play the game and you want to make things a little bit easier, if you want to make things a little bit more streamlined. Sure. Like there there are mods out there that just make it so you can fast travel to any post yeah. without having to go to a post first. Things yeah. like that just make things so much better in the long run. So. If you ever get back to it, highly recommend that. That game is fucking phenomenal. Um, I'm also not one to sit and play single game, single player games for a long period of time. Sure, and that's I think that's part of it. Is if you want to go do a battle, it takes a long time to get that prepped. Uh, I don't know. I understand. Uh, Red Ghost, I got to head out. Catch you all later. Thanks for all the love and support. I'll always support the podcast. Thank you so much. And uh, in the event we ever shit on you, then we're gonna hold you to that statement. <laughs> no, no, seriously. No, no. Thank you very much. Uh, thanks again for the follow, and we hope to see you again soon. Good luck with everything Infinite related, both your organization and the video game that's coming up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Sweet. Also, hey, Will. Guess what? Yeah. So, K. Mattify. Ooh, Kelly has officially partnered with G Fuel Energy. Nice. Yes. So congratulations, K-Mad. Congratulations. That's G- fantastic. G-Fuel also gained a pretty big partner over the week. Summit 1G. He's no longer sponsored by Monster. He switched over to G-Fuel. They no out- shit. They, they, they How came- much money the fuck they give I, him? I don't know, but they came in and uh, outbid Monster. and bas- They outbid I, Monster Energy Drink. I, that's what I think because he... So, there's a whole speculation because on one of his streams, he forgot to turn his cam off while he pulled out a bong. Just saying. Oh. And then okay. the next day, Monster was gone. And so. Because they don't every, want to be affiliated with that. Well, here's the thing. That's what everyone thought in his chat. And he's like, no, I've been talking with Monster for months. We weren't able to strike a deal. Two days later. G Fuel pops G in. G Fuel is like. Let's take advantage of this situation. Mm-hmm. So they must have came in with a good deal if he was probably asking for... Because his monster sponsorship was just consistent and forever since the start. Yep. And 
G Fuel must have done something to outbid them or just outplay them in the in the space. He did say he wants a G Fuel fr- fridge because he had his monster fridge there forever. So yeah. he's like, I need a fridge. That'd be sick. Um, Dave says it was a mutual break between Summit and Monster. There, yeah, there you go. All right. I just that, that's but, crazy. I would never think that he would have moved on. I know they were there with him from the beginning. I mean, hey, that's good for good for G Fuel. Good for Summit. Um, I mean, I'm drinking it right now and have been for years. So, yeah, G Fuel's fantastic. So, yeah, that's I think that's huge for G Fuel to take on a big streamer like that. Like you see, I wonder what his flavor is going to be. It's got to be something good. It's got to be something because they came out with that like sweet heat or whatever, you know, sweet heat. Well, they came out with like a, a spicy. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 So in my opinion, they have to come out with one that's fire related because of him standing <laughs> in his own Molotov. Oh no. Or maybe they do a pun- like a play on him punching his monitor. Summit punch. Oh, summit punch. Holy shit. That's or some, amazing. Some, his, all of his emotes are some, so some punch. That'd be pretty good. I think that's fantastic. I think their most popular flavors are the fruitier flavors. I'm drinking fruit punch right now. Yeah. It's one of my absolute go-tos. Staple. Justin says, monster tastes like 9-volt batteries. I can agree to that. That's that's what I think Red Bull tastes like. Really? I, I fucking hate the taste of normal-ass Red Bull. Normal Red Bull, sure. I can drink their flavored stuff. Sure. But no, their normal-ass Red Bull, holy fuck. It's terrible. Dave says, I want a hot flavor and it's Summit's Molotov. See, that's what I'm there saying. You go. Like he stepped in his own Molotov. Blueberry Red Bull is killer. See, maybe I should just try different flavored Red Bulls. I, I need to have one of the orange ones because I love orange so much. Um, Will, let's close out the show, get to some jokes and puns, and then I have some furniture to move. That's right. We're so, bringing it back. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 124 of HTS Pro Tech. I want to thank you very much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in live if you're here at the live show. We greatly appreciate it. We'll be back next week with uh, probably some more Halo stuff to talk about because there's plenty of community tournaments that are happening uh, uh, along with a couple today. So make sure you're tuning into those if you have the chance, competing if you can, and supporting the community as a whole. That's going to do it for us. We'll see you next week. But until then, bye-bye!